The Franciscan Friars of the Atonement present the Ave Maria Hour. Hello, this is Father Bob Warren of the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. Thank you for listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour radio show. The Friars Popular Ave Maria Hour was first brought to the radio airwaves in 1939, recorded in New York City and on the mountainside grounds at Graymore, a home in Garrison, New York. These timeless classic stories of the Bible and the lives of the saints came to life each week through dramatic reenactment by professional actors and actresses. You know, friends, Christ once said, Do not hide your treasure under a bushel. In saying this, he meant share your gifts, share your talents. The Friars of the Atonement feel the message in these broadcasts remains as powerful and timely as when they were originally aired, and we are so happy to be able to share them with you today. To learn more about the missions and ministries of the Friars of the Atonement, I invite you to visit our website, www.atonementfriars.org In the meantime, sit back and enjoy this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour. St. Aloysius Gonzaga Marchesa and Marchesa of Castiglione, Prince and Princess of the Roman Empire, and their two sons, Luigi and Rodolfo. Oh, Luigi. What's the matter? Luigi, he's not with us. I don't understand. He was behind us a few moments ago. Well, where is he now? Instructing stable boys in the catechism, I suppose. Please, my husband, not so loud. Not so loud when we stand here like fools in the reception hall of the Duke of Mantua. Rodolfo, go find your brother Luigi. And when you do, just tell me where he is. Yes, Father. What seems to be the trouble, Don Ferrante? My trouble, Your Grace, is a rebellious son. Oh, it's not that Luigi is rebellious, Your Grace. He obeys his father in all respects. His mother always defends him. Ah, have you ever known mothers to do otherwise? But come, let us sit. The Duchess will be done in a few minutes. With your permission, Your Grace, I think I'll join her. For some women's talk, I suppose. <laughs> Being a woman, Your Grace, I don't know any other. I wouldn't give three guesses what she and the Duchess will talk about. Probably Luigi. Well, they certainly have something to talk about. Not only does he have the face of a saint, he has the disposition that matches it. But, Your Grace, I don't want a saint for a son. I want a flesh and blood heir. A son who will extend the boundaries of the Gonzaga domain. Not shrink it to a cell. That seems like an odd simile. Well, that's what he's made of his room. Three days a week, he fasts on bread and water. Scourges himself with whips. Prays all night on the cold floor and forbids the servants to light a fire, even when his drinking water freezes. I don't know what I'm going to do with him. Do with him? 
What do you mean? He wants to join Loyola's Companions of Jesus. What? Become a Jesuit? Give up his birthright? Wealth, titles, power mean nothing to him. Absolutely nothing. Oh, what's happening to the world anyway? You'd think we lived in the Dark Ages. Instead of modern 16th century Italy... Reform is in the air. I'm afraid it's already here. And it's the Reformation popes who are responsible. First Gregory the Thirteenth, now Sixtus the Fifth. Not that we couldn't do with a little reformation, but when we begin to lose our most brilliant sons and heirs to the church, heirs we depend on to carry on our names and tradition. Luigi doesn't see it that way. He sees our society as corrupt to the core. Why must youth always pretend to know more than their elders? What can a boy of 17 possibly know? Unfortunately, he saw too much too young at the court of Francesco de' Medici. And he's never forgotten its lust, murder, and intrigue. There were the evil Borgias on the one hand. And on the other, there was Francis Borgia, the Duke of Gardia, who joined the Jesuits. And his mother and sister who became poor Claire. I've argued that with Luigi. Then maybe it's about time you stopped arguing. But he wishes to renounce... Oh, let him wish. Unless we consent, he's helpless. There isn't one religious order that will accept him unless he renounces the title in favor of his brother. And he can't do that without your consent and my approval. We need heirs like Luigi to carry on the Gonzaga name. So either he'll do it voluntarily or by force. Your Grace, you must help me. The Marchesa is speaking with the Duke now. If they force Luigi to remain in a society that's that's like nails in his flesh, he'll... Oh, there's Rodolfo leaving the chapel. Luigi must be there. Please excuse me, Your Grace. I must warn him. Take, O oh Lord... And receive all my liberty, my memory, my understanding, and my will. All that I have and possess. Thou hast given it to me. To thee, O Lord, I restore it. All is thine. Dispose of it according to thy will. Luigi! Give me thy love and thy grace for this is enough for me. Luigi! Oh, Luigi, my son, you must leave here. Rodolfo has gone to tell your father where you are. Where I am, Mother? I'm in the Lord's house. Oh, Luigi. Listen to this, Mother, to what St. Ignatius Loyola says in his spiritual exercises. But my son, the founder of the Jesuits, is not a saint. Oh, you mean he's not yet recognized, Mother, but he will be. Now listen to this. Work for the sanctification of others is not only the highest fulfillment of the love of neighbor because it concerns itself with the highest good attainable for another, but it is also the highest fulfillment of the love of God insofar as all the toil and anxiety of work, even the renunciation of contemplative quiet with God alone, is undertaken for the love of God as a surrender of oneself entirely 
to the plans and wishes of God in order to work with him in his redemptive mission in the world. My son, your father will never consent to your joining the Jesuits or any other religious order. Don't you see that? Why, mother, why? Rodolfo is a much more worthy success. Neither the Duke nor your father feels he has your tact, your wisdom, or your ability to make people love you no matter what their station in life. Give him time, Mother. He will. You know what name I'm going to take, Mother? Aloysius. Isn't it beautiful? You'll not take any name except the Marchesa of Castiglione. Father. Go to the stable. And strip. Oh, please, please, don't flog him. I beg you. Do as I say. Go to the stable and strip. But he has done nothing. He has refused to obey me. I've forbidden him to instruct the poor in the catechism. Yet he instructs them. I ordered him to attend the Duke with us, and he deliberately flaunts my order. He will obey me, or I'll break every bone in his body. But he's our flesh and blood. He's certainly yours. Go to the stable. Well, have you had enough? Have you, Father? Have you had enough? Father, you can beat me until I'm bloodless, but it won't change my heart. Get your clothes on. Father? What? May I ask you a question? Ask and be done with it. Father? Why did you lead me to believe when I was at the Spanish court that you might consent to my resigning my right to succeed you? Because I thought it was a fancy that would pass once you returned home. But, Father... There's no more to say. Now go to the Duke and Duchess and apologize. Drink this broth. Please, son. Thank you, Mother, but I don't want it. Don't let your father do this to you. He can break my body, Mother, but he can't break my spirit. But you can't keep losing so much blood and live. I don't want to live, Mother, if I can't do the Lord's work. You won't even be able to do that if you don't keep up your strength. Have you forgotten what Father Ignatius wrote to the Duke of Gandia? He also had to wait for the emperor to approve his petition to join the Jesuits. Let me remind you, son, what he said. We ought to love and cherish the body insofar as it is obedient and helpful to the soul. For with such obedience and assistance, the soul can the better dispose itself to serve and praise our creator and lord. Yes, mother, but... The Duke of Gandia could petition the Emperor for himself. But me, I'm helpless. Without my father's consent and the Duke of Mantua's approval, I can't even get a hearing. You will get a hearing, my son. But how, Mother, how? I'll speak to your father. He won't listen to you, Mother. He'll listen to our cousin, the Cardinal. But, Mother, the Cardinal's in Rome. He's coming here. Coming here? When? In a few days. How do you know, Mother? Because I've secretly sent for him. Now, now come, son. Drink this broth. You're the dearest mother a son's ever had. And you are the dearest son 
My good cousin Scipione, I'm so glad to see you. What brings you here to Castiglione? Wait, wait. Let me call Donna and Rodolfo. And not Luigi? No, not Luigi. I'm punishing him. I've forbidden him to speak to anyone. But you cannot forbid his speaking to God. I know that. But I can... Why are you punishing him, Don Ferrante? If ever there was a son who needed less punishing... You and his mother, you're two of a kind. You think he's a saint... But you haven't answered my question. Why are you punishing him? Because he refused to obey me. Luigi? Refuses to obey you? That doesn't sound like him. Well, what do you call it when he refuses to wear his clothes? The clothes of his station. And when I force him to, he exchanges them with a beggar. Hmm. Is that all? No, that isn't all. He refuses to assume his obligations as my son and heir. He is the son of my heart. He wishes to join the church. How do you know? I've always known it. And encouraged him, I suppose? I didn't discourage him. What's happening to the Gonzagas, anyway? First you and now Luigi. If this keeps up, the Gonzagas are going to vanish. Die. Don Ferrante, when Gonzagas have sons like yours to perpetuate the name in the hearts of men, they won't die. They'll live. From the time he could talk... Please, I don't want to hear it. I hear it often enough from my wife. Why do you cause all this suffering, Don Ferrante? Suffering to Luigi, to your wife, and to yourself. I'm not suffering. I see it in your eyes. Well, then you see wrong. Do I, my cousin? The last time I saw you, your eyes shone with laughter. Now I see only pain. Why? I want to keep my son and heir. I want him to take my place. I am getting old and tired. I want to sit back and rest, but I can't. I can't until I'm certain Castiglione will live and prosper with Luigi as its master. You say you want to keep Luigi, but don't you know, my cousin? You lost him to God even before he was confirmed. He doesn't need to join a religious order to belong to God. There are many men as deeply religious as Luigi, and they don't shut the door on the world. Luigi is not many men. Nor is he shutting the door on the world. He wants to open it. Open it, along with his brothers, to the young, the desolate, the confused, the sick, poor. Conferante, the Lord calls many of us, but few are chosen. Luigi is among the chosen. But I can't let him go. I can't. I love him. didn't work, did it, Mother? What didn't work? The Cardinal's talk with Father. Well, you mean it didn't work just because he returned to Rome? I wish that's all I meant, Mother. But Father hasn't relented a bit. If anything, he's gotten even more severe. Oh, my son, you've a lot to learn about the workings of a heart. Do you think your father's heart isn't torn? And even if the Cardinal has left, don't you think he still hears his voice? 
Father hears no one but himself. Don't say that, my son. Don't ever say that. Your father suffers. And he's so afraid. Afraid? Of what? Losing you, mostly. And afraid the Duke will bitterly oppose him if he does consent. And that means just one thing. I'll never be free to do the Lord's work. Have patience, my son. I'm so weary, Mother, of this ceaseless battle. And your father. Don't you think he's weary, too? He can force me. I can't force him. And do you think forcing you has been easy on him? I don't see where he suffered any. There are many ways to suffer, my son. To sacrifice the beloved son isn't easy without a fight. Sacrifice? Sacrifice, mother. Yes. Sacrifice a son for the sake of others. Your father loves you, Luigi. It's no use, Your Grace. I have flogged and punished him to the point where I can't live with myself. No less his mother, who looks at me with eyes that tear my soul. I'd rather lose my son to God than lose both my wife and my son. So a stripling has beaten you, Don Ferrante. I love him. I can't hurt him anymore. And you're going to petition the emperor to approve his joining the Jesuits? I must. Will you give me your approval? If I don't? Forgive me, but then I'll have to act without it. And make an enemy of me, Don Ferrante? I can be a powerful one, you know. Yes, I know. But you'd still go ahead with it? With the help of God, Your Grace, yes. I knew you'd weaken. Not soon enough, I'm afraid. Why do you say that? Luigi has never been strong. And I don't think my punishing him has helped him any. Now you're not only willing to consent... But you blame yourself for punishing a rebellious son. No, I blame myself for not listening to my conscience. And you don't blame me? It was I who suggested the use of force. I didn't have to carry it out. Perhaps we'll we'll both be forgiven. You too? Yes, Don Ferrante. I too. Our cousin, the cardinal, came to see me after he left you. He is a true man of God, our Cardinal Scipione. A gem in the crown of the Gonzagas. He made me see that, though we may command Luigi, there's a command higher than ours. May God forgive us. And may Luigi, who's been his heavenly messenger to the poor, the sick, and the dispirited young, may Luigi forgive us too. to say farewell, Father, and to ask your blessing. So, the end has come. No, Father. The beginning. The beginning for you, my son. But the end for me. Father, no. Please don't say that. What would you have me say? That my consent wasn't wrung from my soul? That I'm not going to miss you? I suppose you're packed and ready to go? No, don't answer. I know you've been packed for weeks. Would you like your brother to accompany you to Rome? 
I think perhaps he might be more help to Mother here. But as you wish, Father. I suppose you're right. You'll take care of yourself, won't you? And right? Yes. And you? Don't you worry about me or your mother. We'll be fine. You have the address, Father. Uh, the Jesuit novitiate house of St. Andre. Yes, and I've sent it to your cousin, the Cardinal, and asked him to look in on you for me. It's not going to be the same here, son. I'm going to miss you. I'll pray it won't be for long, Father. For as long as I live, that I know. You'd better say goodbye to your mother. I love you, Father. Goodbye, my son. God bless you. And God keep you. Never did the sun shine more brilliantly, and never was there a happier young man than Luigi Gonzaga as he stepped across the threshold of the Jesuit novitiate house of St. Andrea in Rome on November 25th, 1585. Thank you, my dearest Lord. Thank you. This is my rest forever and ever. Here I will dwell, for I have chosen it, as I pray the Lord has chosen me. And in truth, Luigi did seem chosen. Before the end of his novitiate, he amazed all by his brilliant scholastic achievement. Two years later to the day, he made his first vows, taking his chosen name, the name by which the world knows him today, Aloysius Gonzaga, the heavenly patron of youth. The youth, though frail, threw himself into his life work with the energy of a dynamo. And when a few years later a famine and pestilence scourged Rome, he seemed everywhere at once, bathing the bodies of the fever act and caring for the sick. Luigi! Luigi! Cardinal! Cousin Scipione, what are you doing here? I might ask you the same thing. What all Jesuits are doing all over Rome. There are so many sick. In that row of houses right there, not a family has been spared. All have contracted the fever. But what are you doing in this part of town? Your superiors told me where I might find you. I just returned from a visit to your parents. Oh, how are they? Concerned about you. They're afraid in your delicate health you'll contract the fever. I'm fine. Are you? That's not what I hear. Luigi, you must learn to spare yourself. Your superiors tell me you tried to compress 48 hours' work into 24. I must. I must. You sound as if there's some urgency. As if the days of your 23 years were numbered. And you don't answer. It isn't mine to answer. My parents and my brother. I pray you left them in good health. Yes, yes, I did. I wish I might say the same for you. Me? 
There's nothing wrong with me. I never felt better. Oh, that's why your eyes shine with fever, I suppose? No, just the way the light's hitting them. Is it? Come, step closer, Luigi. I want to feel your face and hands. I, I'd better be on my way. I need it. As a cardinal and your superior, I command you to come with me immediately. But... Aloysius, do you hear me? Yes. Yes, as I thought. You're burning up with fever. It's nothing, I tell you. It comes and goes. It comes and goes, does it? Well, this time it's going to bed. You will come with me to the St. Andrea Novitiate. Quickly. But not quickly enough. month after his 23rd birthday, the bells tolled in Rome for Aloysius Gonzaga, who now lies in the church of the patriarchal founder of the Jesuits, whom Aloysius loved, Saint Ignatius. Today, the young Jesuit who gave his life in the service of Christ is known the world over as the heavenly patron of youth, Saint Aloysius Gonzaga. With God, all things are indeed possible. Perhaps some young man listening to this story might also feel God's call to be a priest. listening to this rebroadcast of the Ave Maria Hour, brought to you by the Franciscan Friars of the Atonement. For over 110 years, the Friars have devoted themselves to fulfilling St. Francis' prayer, to heal wounds, to unite what has fallen apart, and to bring home those who have lost their way. We work for Christian unity and interreligious understanding. We provide respite at our retreat center at Greymore for those in need of spiritual renewal. We staff parishes throughout the world, serve as chaplains for colleges, hospitals, and prisons. We care for the ill through hospice work, ministry to those with HIV AIDS. We also shelter the homeless and provide treatment and services for those suffering from alcoholism and drug addiction. If you would like to be included in our prayer list, participate in special St. Anthony Novenas, and or visit St. Anthony's Shrine, Graymore. Attend a retreat, learn more about our Ave Maria Hour productions, or simply make a donation to assist us in fulfilling St. Francis' prayer to help those in need. Please visit our website at atonementfriars.org or email me at avemaria at atonementfriars.org. You can write to me, Father Bob, Friars of the Atonement, Graymore. Post Office Box 300, Garrison, New York, 10524. And so, in closing, I ask for the blessing of God upon you and those you love. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. And may he look upon you with kindness and give you his peace. 
Amen.